Pour yourself a pint, cosy up, and get ready for another episode of Beer, Rose, and BS. Welcome back to Beer, Bros, and BS. It's been a while, guys. Episode 121. I'm Dave, the Big Librarian. Jose. And this is Tony, the Craft Beer Gooner. So, guys, it's been a little while. It has been. Been a few months. Yes. Yeah. Who are you guys? I fucking don't even know who you are anymore. Man, Tony, you look <laughs> so much older. Than you. Three months of what? Three months has done to you? Yeah. It, a lot's gone on. Yeah. I can't really talk about it. Okay. Um. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Yep. We have other guys uh, we'll get to later. Um, but first, let's get things going. Back on track. Jose, why don't you tell everybody what beer we're going to be drinking tonight? Okay, let's see. Rebuger Vitus. Rebuger Vitus? Bless you. Rebuger Vitus? Yes. Wait, isn't this Goober Vitus? That originally it was called Goober Vitus, but apparently someone else has the trademark on the word Goober. So it's now Reboog, which is Goober backwards in case you didn't figure that ah. out. Uh, yes. And that's from Garage East Meadery in Tampa. Ooh, a mead. It is, it is a mead. Yeah. It's a mead. This one is 1888 Russian Imperial Stout by Pinellas Ale Works. And finally. And, and what year is it now? This- the year is. 1999. No, and what it's year? 2019. <laughs> like, what year are we living in? Uh, it's not 2019. <laughs> Forget it. The date is 2019-1105. Okay. But I, I was I was pointing out that like you read the year of 1888 as 1888. Oh, it's not the name of the of the trolley. I don't, I don't. Never mind it. See, we're, we're <laughs> welcome we're, back, guys. We're, we're already really rusty. <laughs> we used to be a funny podcast. Um, what's, what else are we drinking, host? Go your Dita. <laughs> uh, and, and how is that spelled? Go your Dita. <laughs> it's you, just like Chef Boyardee, go your Dita. So, so if, for those who can't see the can, could it's you, a pumpkin. Could, could you spell it out? Go your Dita. <laughs> spell it out means, uh, my letter. Oh, G O U R D I T A. Gordita. Gordita, go go your dita, go your dita, gordita. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. So, what are we going to open up first? Let's drink some. I think uh, we should start with uh, go your dita, which you brought, Dave. Right? You want to? Yeah. Tell us a little about. So this is a uh, uh, go your dita, also known as gordita. Joy, pour a little bit of that. It's uh, our Miami uh, beer for the for the episode because you always got to have something local. Mm. And it's from this little brewery called um, J. Wakefield Brewing. Quite small. Yeah. I don't know Not if you guys known. have we had anything from them on the podcast before? Once or twice. Okay. Uh, I think they're an up-and-coming brewery. Yeah. Uh, it's a imperial pumpkin ale coming at 10%. Uh, pumpkin spices and pumpkin and spices added. It's probably w- one of my favorite beers from them, from that brewery. I'm very particular about my uh, my pumpkin beers and... Something that's, you know, their standard gordita is already imperial. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of it? I mean, it's it's pumpkin it, in a glass. Like, yeah, it's pumpkin spice in... It's an imperial pumpkin spice beer. Yeah. Um, 
it's really nicely done. You get like, you know, the, the cinnamon warmth at the end, and yeah, all that good stuff, right? I don't know if it has lactose though. I think it's just no. Multi- I, I don't believe so. There's also a barrel aged version of this. Um, however, you can pick this up in the brewery. There are uh, four packs of this available for for purchase. I'm always on the lookout for this one. I do love a good pumpkin beer. You do. Yeah, you're the one that enjoy heavily enjoys also the one from Cigar City, the the, the good Goyard, good Goyard, <laughs> <laughs> and the good Goyard Almighty, also known as Good Gord. But yes, those and are tomato, tomato. <laughs> those are pumpkin, um, pumpkin. It. I thought it was pumpkin, mm-hmm. pumpkin, pumpkin, mm. pump. Pump, pump, pump. So, let me ask you guys: Would you rather that Siri, or in Jose's case, Alexa, be your only friend, or everything you see, you have to buy, and every every as advertisement you see, you have to buy it? Fuck. So, you, so if you watch a lot of live TV, sports, or anything, damn, can you imagine so, during so the holiday like, seasons all those car commercials? You would have to watch something like Netflix or, or Hulu, because. Uh, but I'd rather so have is, my friends. Is it look. only like ads during like watching TV shows or like any any advertisements you see? You have to buy. Well, actually, so I, you can no longer watch soccer. I would rather do that because I would just buy it and then return it the next day. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, right? Like, or you know, you walk past the billboard, you have to buy the thing on the billboard, or yeah. You know, any ad you on watch, the internet, you'd have to buy let's say, oh let's God, say you you'd watch, have to buy all those scams on the internet. If you're going to Pornhub <laughs> on the side, you have like always like, oh, free eat, Tony eat, going eat, to Pornhub. I would never do such a thing. No, we actually have recorded that you 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 always give at the end of the year the the mo- the Pornhub. That that wasn't me. That was <laughs> the craft beer. That was, gooner. The, that was oh, the yeah, other that's guy. Right, that was the craft beer gooner. I forgot. That wasn't Tony. That was Tanny. <laughs> Torny, Torny, <laughs> Torny. That was Tony. That was Tony. This is Anthony. Exactly. So yeah, it's, since it'd be so difficult to avoid advertisements entirely, you'd have to go with uh, being friends with Alexa. I think. Okay. Would you only? Would you rather only watch sporting events that involve the Cleveland Browns? So. If you watch F1 racing, the, the, the team would be somebody in the Cleveland Browns. You watch soccer, starting 11 would be the same 11 that would, on the soccer pitch would be the same starting 11. Picker Mayfield at, at keeper. Or would he be the striker? He might, I mean, he might be, you know, the deep line playmaker. Maybe. Right. And then you, uh, uh, you know, any boxing match, you'd have, you know, two of the players. Mayfield. And in the corner would, would be, you know, the training staff. Would both fighters be yes. from the Browns like it fighting would, each other? It would only be Cleveland Browns players, or you'd have to use Ben Affleck stubble as a loofah. <laughs> I think I would take the Cleveland Brown players. Love to see him cozy in a boxing match, or or Bacon Mayfield like as a goalie. Like that would be interesting. I'd go with with Ben Affleck stubble. I think I think it. You know, you'd get a good lather going. Okay. Uh, would, uh, you know, have some good exfoliating abilities. Or would you rub this lather on? Well, you know, all, all my uh, major crevices. <laughs> would you rather that elderly people seek you out in order to die in front of you? Or all of your exes have to move in with you? That I, one, I guess. 
No, I'll do the first one and have old people die in front of me. It's the only way I can get off, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you would just live in a notary? Well, you could always give me half of your inheritance. You'd have to change your name. Would you rather have to change your name to Captain Assface? As opposed to what we call you guys behind your back. Or would you rather carry a drunk leprechaun in a front-facing baby backpack wherever you go? Oh, my God, that. Yeah. I would definitely carry the... (laughs) What's the downside to this? He'd be racist. Okay. As opposed to... (laughs) Yeah, but he'd be like a little leprechaun, so it'd just be adorable. (laughs) What did he say? Yeah, no one, no one can understand him because he's a leprechaun. Is that how it works? I would imagine I've never seen one. Mm. And finally, would you rather that your height fluctuates by three feet every day? So you wake up either three feet taller or three feet shorter. If you're three feet taller, you might be able to dunk. That's true. Or would you rather live in McDonald's Playhouse with Ronald McDonald as your roommate? Oh, fuck that. That's creepy as fuck. But you might be able to hang out with the Hamburglar and Grimace. Oh, Grimace is cool. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to hang out with the Hamburglar because he'd steal all your hamburgers. Or but what if you didn't eat hamburgers? He might bring them over. Yeah. I mean, you, you could get free hamburgers, right? Because maybe he's stealing them just to Ronald sell them. Ronald McDonald is your roommate. So maybe he's stealing like, them just to sell them in the black market. You know, people already sell uh, Popeye's chicken in the black market. Why does the market have to be black? Exactly. What are you, a racist leprechaun, Jose? <laughs> okay, fine. It's, it's black and white. Well, why has it got to be color? I got to be color specific. Yeah. Why can't it just be the market? Why can't somebody, you know, sell it on the legit market? What like, was- like Facebook Marketplace <laughs> or mark- or Offer Up? Where's Issa when you do- need them? So, wait, so what was the first one again? I put the card away, so I don't recall. It would, um, was it Captain Hassface or? Oh, right. No, I'll I'll have uh, Ronald McDonald as my roommate. Plus, you know, the um, the the playground has the those like plastic ball pits, which I, I love. Those like just jump into like the pit of plastic balls and be surrounded by them. Oh, you love getting hepatitis, you don't. <laughs> That's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun no matter what age, because even if you threw those balls, you you can't throw them that hard, you know. So you really want to throw throw a ball at somebody? Yeah, my son has like a little mini ball pit. Yeah, he, he highly enjoys it. <laughs> the, I want to get one of those for my house. They'll drop one day, you know. Don't worry about the meatball. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of blue balls. Yeah, Puberty is coming. <laughs> so, uh, as we are a Miami podcast, what's going on Miami, guys? I think it's time for our Miami Minute. Miami Minute. Miami Minute. Miami Minute number one. Time for the Miami Minute. Okay. No, it's supposed to be Miami Dolphin song, guys. I know, but it's... <laughs> Miami Minute. That's... Miami Minute. Miami Minute number one. So what's going on in Miami, Jose? What's going on in Miami is the Miami Dolphins. Jesus Christ. They won- finally they won a game. won a game Woo-hoo! of football. That was so... going to be my topic as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, so they're after eight games, uh, they have finally won, won one of them, which, um, takes them out of the, uh, the top position for the number one draft pick. They have the most picks in the next draft. So I don't, I mean, personally, I don't see what the big deal is. 
you you, you they don't still have number of picks. It doesn't matter where yeah, you're picking. You, well, honestly, it doesn't matter where you're picking. Unless you have somebody that's like you that you would sign before with without a doubt. You don't you never want the number one pick. You're gonna over have to overpay for somebody unless he's you know gonna be on your team for the next ten years. Yeah, unless he's uh Saquon Barkley, for instance. Like. I don't know. I was I was reading that like if the season ended today, the Dolphins would have the fourth pick. So that means they would most likely miss out on the top two quarterbacks. Which you would take the number one offensive lineman at that point, and then another offensive lineman. Maybe. Okay. Do you think we need a quarterback more or an offensive lineman more? Well, we need both. Because I would argue, is I would argue you take offensive lineman this year, and then next year you take Lawrence. Yeah, I would. I, I would say take. So you're because, down for another tanking season next yeah. season. Oh, but what, that's the thing. Look at the look at the other look at uh, Mahomes wasn't first pick overall. Yeah. Okay. You know who was first pick overall? Rosen. No, he was first. Him. Yeah, he was number one. Was he? Yeah, uh, for the Cardinals. Was, I thought it was like, two, like three or something. two or three. Yeah, a two or three. Or, but still, it, okay. Who, who is who is arguably the best quarterback of all time? Um, right now, Tom Brady. He was a fourth or fifth round pick. Like sixth round, I think. Oh, sixth though. round, but like that so, was way before you had good analytics on. Yeah. On that, no. that's not going to happen again. No, I, I, you can get you can get two to three seasons. Any quarterback can have. We also a good, had Andre Johnson coming out of high school at two stars. I mean, like, look, you had look. Tom Brady only started because uh, Drew Bledsoe got injured. Mm. The Patriots love Drew uh, Bledsoe, so there's no reason, you know. I mean, and look at him now; he's not making deep passes, he's not running, he's not moving around. It's his old line. To be successful, you only need to be able to throw the ball ten yards accurately. Any of those quarterbacks can do that. If you have an old line around him that can give you time, no, exactly. You can remember when Brady was suspended for four games. And they played a uh, brissette. They were still fine. I mean, Tannehill got the Dolphins to to the playoffs. Think about that, Tannehill. We can if he can if he can get us into the playoffs. Then you don't you know because our O line was so good. Imagine what you know somebody who was a quarterback in college, not a wide receiver. You know, imagine imagine how far you can go with that. I think it, it you know it just remains get old lines you know because there's always quarterbacks, there's always somebody that can throw, but someone that can really block. Because you look at the guys that we have now. I yeah, you know, that's where I don't I think, exactly I think agree both. with uh, Laramie Tunzel, like trading him away. Yeah, I didn't agree I think, with that trade either. I I agree trading away Kenny Stills, but for maybe a second round and but. Larmy Tunzels, you don't ever hit that big on these on, a, on a left tackle, right? Like that's one on of a the... left tackle, and you got him for the cheap. Remember because he had that video where yeah, he the, where he smoked weed. Oh no, big on deal. A, well, on a gas mask, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty out there. It's pretty wild. whatever. It's only weed. You I know, know it's like, only weed. If you can get an elite left tackle, you know. But so. to be honest, if that didn't wasn't released, um, he would have been. Yeah, like not top three, right? Anyone. Yeah. So whatever. If not the number one pick of that draft, I, I guess we'll see. You know, the, the Dolphins need to come out, come away with a quarterback in the draft, and you know, if they if if they win again, God forbid, 
course. You, know, you still have to play the Jets again. Yeah. Um, and you have to play the Bengals, which is arguably the worst the, team in America right in, now. In the uh, the tank bowl. <laughs> I heard the game was getting uh, – it's going to be uh, broadcasted on uh, Comedy Central. <laughs> Could be. So, I don't know. Have you guys uh, ever seen – have you seen the latest uh, Bad Boys for Life trailer? No. No. It actually looks pretty decent. Have you guys seen the other um, films? Like Bad Boys, Will Smith. Yeah. 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 Not in a long time, but yeah. I remember when they closed down the Rick and... (laughs) I remember when they closed down the Rickenbacker, because I would go fishing like every other weekend, and when I went to the Rickenbacker, it's, you know, to go fishing on the bridge, and it was like, nope, they were closed off, and I was like, fuck. Had to turn around. Yeah, they have the... um, Go back home. If you watch the first one, you can see the old Miami Herald building there. Mm. They used to be there. And uh second film, you know, that final fight scene. Well, not the final fight scene. Second to final, penultimate fight scene where they raid the, spo- you know, spoiler, uh, the drug dealer's house in Miami. It's Vizcaya, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Vizcaya can also be seen in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> and you can also, also be seen in Iron Man Iron 3. Man. Yeah, Iron Man 3. So... Shout out to Vizcaya. Yeah, what up, Vizcaya? <laughs> Villa Vizcaya, keeping it real. Yeah. Been filmed in how many movies now, I guess? I mean, there's a good chance. If, if you're going to film in Miami, there's a good chance it's going to be Vizcaya at some point because of its location and and what it looks like. Shout out to Biltmore for The Shining. What do you mean? The Shining was filmed at the Biltmore. I don't think that's true. I don't think that was true. Yeah. No? It was, wasn't it in Colorado? I, I think so. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Miami <laughs> Rouge. Especially those shots of like driving up the mountain in the snow to get to no, the hotel. No, no, no. That, not that, but like the inside of the hotel. Oh. The hotel shots. I have to look that up. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible, but I thought it was all in uh, Colorado. I'll, I'll look it up while you guys keep talking. Well, I was going to say that brings us to our next beer. Oh, okay. Um, which one? Um, we could do the mead. Corking, live corking. This could be a yeah, live de corking. Okay, while you do your live de corking, I will see if uh. Okay. Was so, Jose, do you know uh, is there a specific reason why uh, mead tend to come in those slimmer bottles? I don't know why, actually. Okay. I don't know why. Um, I do know why they come in clear bottles. It's because since they don't use hops, then there's no fear of the light reacting to the hops oils. So the reason why you have brown bottles is because green light um, reacts with the with the hop oils, and it makes it taste like cardboard. So it oxidizes a little bit quicker, and that's why you should use brown bottles, not the green bottles like Heineken or... Okay, that is very interesting, but why do we store meat in these, like, slim bottles? Why the slim bottles? Yeah. I don't know. Why Why would you do this? Okay, we'll, we'll have to look that up. Why um, not, like, a little bo- like the bottles that they stored, like the uh, Utopia? Why not, like, a decanter bottle? Well, the Utopia's bottles is meant to look like a mash tun. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never actually seen it. I remember... It being weird, like shape, but I didn't recognize it as my as a master at the time. Um, okay, so 
The Shining, um, the interiors were actually um, constructed at Elstree Studios in Hertfordshire, England. Um, but the exterior of the Overlook Hotel is the Timberline Lodge in uh, Mount Hood, Oregon. And I think I thought it was based on a, on a hotel in um, Colorado. Maybe in the story, that's where where it is. It's like like I thought it was based on a real place. He wrote it. Okay. Anyway, um, so what we've got here is uh, Reboog Vitus. Uh, formerly Goober Vitus from Garage East Meadery out of Tampa, which is a uh, grape and PB&J mead. So grape mead with peanuts. And um, I love these go- Reboog beers that, that Garage, or meads rather, that um, Garage, <laughs> Garage, meads, Garage East Meadery makes. Um, it's like literally like liquid PB&J. Um, it's like so good, you guys. Uh, yeah, but like, it's um the the peanut that you get is not like the usual like peanut butter flavor. Like you, it's more like the the Spanish peanuts. You know how you get the Spanish peanuts with the with the red skins around them. It's kind of like that, where it's like it's really sharp, like the peanut flavor, and then it's balanced with the grape like whiny flavor. Its aroma is fantastic. Yeah, like. First thing you get is like a huge whiff of peanut, just smelling it, and like when you taste it, it's like seriously like biting into a PB and J sandwich. But mm, so actually, good. it even has good. a little bit of floaties. Mm. Floaties. So I would dare say my favorite meat. Hmm? Didn't we have this coming here from before? The, coming from the champ. And I can hold my own in PB&J's, plus all of yours. This is just fantastic. That's true, yeah. We should record there and bring our title. Yeah. <laughs> does, does this bring back bad memories or good memories? You know, last year, we, I, I, the first year was pretty bad. I didn't feel great. But this last year changed my whole uh, practice. Mm-hmm. I felt fine after. Dare said I was hungry later that night. Yeah. The next day I was good until, you know, dinner the next day. But this year. This year, you're training? Are you doing the, this year, the Rocky theme, like, with the hoodie? Like, True story. I think I think you saw me before. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and I had, like, I had my girlfriend's AirPods in because I forgot my headphones. And I was just, you know, training. In like just zone. Just in the zone. And uh, not, not playing any part. Oh, you mean like uh, kind of like Michael Phelps during the Olympics? Exactly. Yeah. Where he was just like zoning in, like I was listening to some song and I was just, I, mean, I was just nodding my head, like I was getting angry. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was getting angry. I wasn't there having a good time. I was like, "This is mine, and no one's gonna take it. This is mine, and no one's gonna take yeah. it." So what we're referring to, if um, if you're not aware, is um, uh, Dave here is the PB and J sandwich eating champion, the two time reigning, yes. yes, two years running. Um, at uh, Lincoln's Beard Brewery's, um, P- what is it? P- PB and Jelly Fest? Don't be Jelly Fest. Don't be Jelly Fest, yeah. hosted by Lincoln's Beard Brewing and P- Mr. PB and J. Yeah. I did hear that our friends from those places who opened up Strange Beast, which is a pizzeria and brew pub, brew pub here in Miami, there may be a pizza eating contest. I heard oh, their pizzas shit. are fire. They are. They I are haven't good. had one yet. They are good, damn. And if you haven't been to Strange Beast, look them up online, follow them online, 
And definitely go check them out and tell them that Beer Bro sent you. Yes. And take an Uber because the parking there sucks. Yeah, that's true. For now. I'm pretty sure they'll figure something out. <laughs> okay. So, Tony, what topic you got for us tonight? Um, so, topic I, I wanted to talk about was basically everyone's been talking about this one. Um, Popeye's has brought back the chicken sandwich. People are, you know, standing in long lines to try to get a, a chicken sandwich. Um, have you guys had it yet, the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I almost went yesterday. True story. I I had the intentions of waking up and actually standing in line for one in the morning on Sunday, but I was like, yeah, like I was too hungover. And, from you, and you've got you've got a Popeyes like down the street from you. Yeah, place. exactly. But like I went there, I went past it, um, like to get my. Oh, I was brewing, so that took a, most of my time. So I'm brewing Colts right now. So, um, I went by and the. The line to get to the Popeye's chicken extended all the way out into the main street. Wow. Like, so it's, it was insane. Like, and by the time I tried to go back in there, they put up like chairs to block off the drive through because, I yeah, guess, there was, I guess they were just, yeah, there was out and it's just chaos. It's chaos. Um, please don't get, uh, killed or stabbed. So, over the- so yeah, that's what I was going to bring up that in Maryland, <laughs> um, a, a man was stabbed to death. Um, over Popeyes. <laughs> yes. In the, uh, Popeyes chicken sandwich line, uh, because one of them apparently, like, cut in front of the other one in line and got stabbed to death. You cut in line, I'll cut you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, as ridiculous as that sounds, this is like the best publicity I could think of for the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Well, this is not the first time that a violent crime has been committed for Popeyes. There was somewhere else that somebody held at gunpoint the Popeyes to give them the chicken sandwich. Um, I think who was it? I think it was a uh, either uh, KFC or or um, what's the other place? That place that you hate, Tony. Miami subs? No, the chicken place. Uh, Wait, Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Oh. You you hate Miami subs? Yes. Why? What's specifically about it? Because Pitbull owns it. He owns a few locations. Or he owns yeah. like just because he gets money from it doesn't yeah, mean exactly. that he influences. That's why the I can I cannot position. support it. No, but it's still Tony. Tony. Miami's subs has been there forever. It's like one of Miami's icons. Yeah. But where else can you get a gyro sandwich that quick? Exactly. You know, and I used to like the food at Miami Subs, but I can't support them now in good conscience. Actually, and fun the, trivia, the Popeye's Chicken used to be a Miami Subs. So can you go there and now? At least they've upgraded. Yes, I could I could go to Popeye's Chicken. I, I think Chick-fil-A I or, do love Popeye's. or KFC, their social media was putting out something along the lines of like, come here and get the second best chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And they were, you know, I, th- I think it was Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, yeah, if Popeye's has the best, then I think we'd have to easily say that we have the second best. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to wait in line for a long line for the second best sandwich. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'm not that big on chicken sandwiches. I I prefer to have a frita, Cuban frita. And I for be- those who don't know, what is a Cuban frita? Is a fifty fifty ground chuck beef uh, with chorizo or um, blood sausages, and, and it's made into a sandwich into a hamburger, uh, and it's topped with Julian fries, which is like Pikmin fries. Um, 
So it's the traditional like Cuban hamburger, um, and they have it all over Miami. Um, you probably heard the the Burger Beast from the last podcast um, talk about it. And after that podcast, I started just touring Miami too. Have you been to his to, to his restaurant yet? I haven't. Oh I, I need to God. go. Those, I need to go. I, to I, I kid you not. Have you been? No. Those beast fries. But the grand opening is soon, right? I think not this week. No, but he's had week. several soft openings. Yeah, he's had pop ups uh, yeah. um, at, at the same location, and I swear the place is slammed. Good luck finding parking, and once you do, you'll you you can place your order, and then I think we had to wait like fifteen to. 25 minutes for a table and then the food came out maybe like 10 minutes after that because they are they are slams okay so actually the grand opening is um sunday november 17th so coming up oh nice but definitely get the burger beast and get the beast fries the sauce that comes with that oh my god you know and like the beast fries has they're kind of like curly fries you also offer fritas um well at the pop-ups no has he? I don't remember. But he has had Fago Red Pop. And if you've never had uh, Red Pop Fago, you don't know what you're missing. What flavor is it? It's called Red, red. Pop. <laughs> it's just Red Pop. It tastes like red. It is so delicious. It's, om- it's not like a cream soda. It's it's so good. It is quintessential Michigan. And it goes great with a burger. And those beast fries are like a tray of... um. Halfway between potato wedges, potato wedge curly fries. So you can each, you you have scoopable power. So like curly wedges. Kind of like that, yeah. What? And with the beef sauce that he puts on, which is like a garlicky ranch on steroids. And then there's cheese and bacon. And, you know, when you get bacon fries, you know, or nachos, any type of, you know, thing like that, you always go for that kind of, whichever pieces have that on it. There was so much leftover, bacon leftover. I, I mean, I, I do trust Burger Beast to, uh, you know, not only have a good burger, but have like all good food. And It, it was fantastic. And, not, and excellent. You know, and, and not like, you know, cheap out on on the portions or on the, the toppings. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so thank you for making me hungry guys. Exactly. Um, and actually <laughs> after he gave us that book, I w- was reading it and actually made the Frida recipe that was on the book and it was actually fire. Hmm, awesome. So for my topic also <laughs> coincidentally <laughs> on food, but it's on Wendy's. Wendy's, um, decided to make a game that I, I enjoy um, playing. I used to enjoy playing this at the hobby shop, um, and it's called Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so what the fuck is Dungeons and Dragons? I've never heard of that. Dungeons and Dragons is a tabletop RPG, so you get to play out your fantasy with like little miniature figures or pen and paper if you like. Um, so what kind of fantasy? Um, yeah, any I, fantasy that the dungeon master wants. I have, wait, wait. There's a dungeon master. <laughs> there's a dungeon. Master. Is that part of your fantasy? <laughs> there's a lot of something kind of kinky. What is she wearing? <laughs> um, roll for perception. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Wendy's, since they saw the popularity of Dungeons and Dragons and uh, a bunch of streamers, um, especially gamers, so I'm trying uh, starting to get into Dungeons and Dragons. They made their own full Dungeons and Dragons game, like module. Like it's, 
it's hilarious because every like you pick your classes, you could be like a potato master, which is a wizard, or like the the fiery chicken like uh, warrior. What's a potato, precious? <laughs> My goodness, potatoes, potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in stew. Anyways, um, it'd, be, it'd be funny though. It, like like in that in that game, if there was like an e- evil Burger King. There is and no, a, no, they, and a, and a, go, and a jester go, and, and, you, and like an Irish jester. No, you, called you, MacDonald. Yeah, no, you go into no. It's called the jester, <laughs> and you have to fight him. If, like I read through the modules, and you eventually go to his land, the jester's land, and it's a uh, 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 ice. It's full of ice because everything is frozen. <laughs> nice. Did you guys? And, Oh, it's just hilarious! Like, and it actually it's pretty cool because you get practically a free Dungeons and Dragons game without having to buy the books. And if you really want to get started on just like something quick and simple, you can just download for free the the adventure from Wendy's. And you could also get free Dungeons and Dragon books at your local library for free. Oh, I did not know that. Oh. Did you guys ever play the? Um, there's like Burger King video games for Xbox. Oh yeah. yeah. It was like a driving game. There was like a few of them. One of them yeah. was like like Sneak King where you had to be the Burger King and you had to like sneak around. There was one that was like a like like kind of like a soccer but you're in cars. I think so, yeah. It was uh what's that game now? There's like a really popular game. Oh yeah. I know that. Oh the um Rocket the soccer, League. Yeah, Rocket yeah, League. Rocket League. It was like that. Oh yeah, I totally anyway. forgot about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think there is also like a creepy king or whatever. Like in the actual adventure, like it has like five little like, <laughs> or like adventures. A, that the you Queen of Burgerland. Or the, the first king. one, you fight hunger. You know, and and and, and the jester. You know, the rules. The his, the, the rules of land is his buddy, Little Mac. Mm. No, little Little Mac. <laughs> He's a boxer. Well, I mean, that'd be funny, but. And actually, they they did a really damn good job of going into like details. And I'm like, wow, Wendy actually went out and paid a bunch of people, <laughs> to professionals, to do this because it's like down to the detail. I'm like, wow, this is a big book. Like the PDF is huge. So, I mean, congrats to them. They they're the kings of social media. I don't I don't care, man. So. As a librarian, I often like to stay well-versed in things that are going around in the country relating to libraries. So in Michigan, uh, a woman was arrested. Well, she got an, an arrest warrant for turning in a library book two years late. Two years late, and you got a, an arrest warrant. I was going to say, that doesn't seem like a long time in the scheme of things. You, know. you have any books you want to tell me about now, Tony? No, but I've, I'm sure I've seen stories where, like, somebody, you know, they discovered a book, that, like, in their house that's been, like, checked out since, like, for a hundred years or whatever, and then they take it back, and the library's like, oh, ha-ha, you know, it's so old, and nothing happens. So. Well, well, it's probably one A, because it's a hundred years old, B, whoever checked that out is already dead, so good luck arresting them, man. Well, the, 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 the thing is this, okay, so first off, this took place in a city, and I know I know how to pronounce the name, but you can usually tell somebody who's not from the area by how they pronounce the name. So I'm going to spell it out for you guys. Yeah, Worcestershire. Oh, okay. Let me see. Let me see. I'm really good at this. Okay, it's spelled C H A R 
L O T T E. Charlotte. Yeah. Well, North Carolina or this is Michigan. Oh, so I'm going to say it's probably not Charlotte, and I'll guess Charlotte. You are correct. Uh. It is. You know, there are lots of Charlottes out in this country, but in Michigan, it is pronounced Charlotte. Mm. And you can usually ping somebody who's not from Michigan or from the area by when you're driving through Charlotte, or if you stop anywhere and you say anything about that, and you say you're not a you're not a Michigander. Mm. So like, I, like people that say like Houston Street in New York instead of Houston, exactly. So evidently, she was charged with failure to return a rental property, which carries a maximum penalty of 93 days in jail and a $500 fine. And evidently she had checked out a uh, night by Eli Weisel and where the red things grow and well, where the wild things are. And wait, he didn't write where the wild things no, are. No, no, no. <laughs> no. And, and, and that book. And oh. evidently she was in an abusive relationship and she had escaped and got went to that town where they have a, a, a center that helps out women who are in abusive relationships. And so they advised me to go to the library. She went to the library. She took it, check, checked it out, got better. She had children with her. Um, she got remarried and um, she was going for a promotion. They had to run a background check on her and it came out that she had an arrest warrant, but they couldn't give it to her because she had an arrest warrant. And when she goes to check it out, you know, find out more information, they, uh, that's when she got, she found out that she never returned two books. The library reported it and, uh, and she found out that she did have the books at home. So she, when she brought the books in is when, you know, she thought she'd have to just deal with the fine, but she has to deal with the arrest warrant and now a court date. <laughs> so remember, did everybody. you, Missy, <laughs> take these books hostage at home? And that's what happens. And you, this is why people hate libraries, Dave. And that's what happens when you uh, live in a rural com- community with a small <laughs> rural library. You see, she she denied. You don't understand. She denied all those children for two years where the wild things are. It was over two years, but oh, it's over. Oh, how how many years did you check this out? I have to go through and look. Seriously, at it. by the time she returned the books, the kids will be like too old to read them. She. She, but the, you know, the, she, the thing is, she there's always generations. New younger. <laughs> she cursed generations of kids, even worse. So, not every library is like that. In Dade County, if you uh, used to not return your items and you had a balance of even, let's say, $50 for, for lost books, you would go to, they just send it to a collection agency. And then once you returned it and worked it out. But now we don't charge fines, so. So you can just keep books indefinitely? Well, you'll get charged for them. But once you return them, no problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're 21st century library over here, Tony. Okay, so there yeah. you go. If you, if you want to read books, just check them out and you can return them anytime you like. In Miami. In Miami. Just, just ask, just tell them. Come Dave, down Dave here to read. Dave, the big librarian, said it was okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you don't imagine that is in the library. I just found out that you can get the Dungeon Dragons book. So, can you also get Warhammer 40k like uh, books out there? I'd have to look. Uh, I would be surprised if we didn't have at least one copy. Okay, 
We are the seventh largest library system in the county in the uh, country. So we have quite a collection of, of things. Oh, you probably have all the brewery books I need. Probably somewhere that there's there's recipe books. I do know that I I am trying to order what is ever what is popular now for for my library. So there's lots of uh lots of beer pairing and, and things like that. I do order books, video games that were pop you know popular now. Did you run out of Fifty Shades of Grey when Fifty Shades of Grey was like popular? You know. One of those type of things is, is we don't have to order lots of those books because Pete, somebody will, will read it, you know, like they don't want to wait in line. So they'll just buy it themselves, a paperback copy of it. And then they'll come in and say, Hey, I read it. I'm done with it. And, you know, those kind of books we received like hundreds. Yeah, so like bestsellers, you'll get a bunch of donations. Of hundreds and hundreds of donations. And, you know, it'll be like to the point where, yeah. Oh, Whatever is popular at the time, there was a, oh, what was that? The Twilight series was one of those ones. The Harry Potters, they'll come. I mean, Harry Potter is still popular. Well, Twilight is like, yeah, we have how many copies of, of each book? and It's haunting. It's like, here, just keep it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, of course, we'll take them because it is a, you know, you can use it as a, a tax deduction, so. And we will give you a signed receipt for your item. So, oh, nice. So you know about your local public library. Yes, did not know that. Okay. Cool. Donate your extra copies of Twilight. And we got one more beer. And anamorphs. And we got one more beer to open up. Another live opening, Jose. This is a uh, hundred eighty-eight eight. Hundred eighty-eight eight. Hundred eighty-eight eight. It's a Russian Imperial Stout from Pinellas Ale Works. It has a sticker here. It says, Best Florida Beer, Gold Winner of 2017. Nice. I don't believe I've had a beer from this brewery before. Best Florida Beer. Aren't there, like, Florida Beer Awards? Yeah. But question is, where do they have that? Where exactly. They? Orlando? Um, what is it? The gold cup? No, it it has like a palm tree and everything in here. No, but what? Where did they win the award at? Sport. Yeah. Oh, it just says gold winner. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, actually text on the side. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, listeners. Um, fancy that. Oh, it is 1888. So it is the year. It's not the. <laughs> not just the the railroad. It's not 1888. <laughs> What real? What are you talking about? No, I thought it was the car, like the the steam engine, one eight 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 eight. Oh, um, yeah. So, so let's check this out. Have you guys ever had any any beers from this brewery before? I have not. Yeah, I don't think I have. Were they located, Jose? Pinellas, Pinellas County. Yeah, but is, where, which where, is like by St. St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. So it's the West Coast. So this is the, um, apparently it's June 8th, 1880. It's the first train that pulled up in the last stop of Southern Pinellas County. Oh, okay. Uh, the train arrived carrying empty freight cars and one passenger on the railroad bu- built by Peter Demons, 
Eventually, the city that rose around the stop was named after his birthplace, St. Petersburg, Russia. Mm-hmm. To honor the, the arrival of the first train, we present this beer that was uh, barley, chocolate, toffee, and dark fruit. Enough to satisfy even the most demanding aristocrats. Oh, so it's, I guess it's to honor the, the founding of St. Petersburg, Florida. Definitely get lots of, lots of chocolate. Yeah, it's like bitter chocolate. Yeah, and it's, it's quite roasty as well. Yeah, it's, I don't know if you, yeah, you get like that roastiness, like it's, and that roastiness you usually get in by a dark prince malt or like, Something like that's one of those aromatic malts. So that's why it kind of tastes like soy saucy sometimes. Yeah, it it almost tastes like there's coffee in it, but but not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Would uh would that rosiness mellow out over time, or would that stay? No, that would stay. That would stay. Actually, the roastiness kind of improves the beer. Um, the roastiness slash smokiness. There's uh, certain phenols in there that actually help improve. Um. One of the famous beers to seller is the Alaskan Porter, because it's a smoked porter. And does it does it stay true, or does it? No, it, it actually out? it smooths out a little bit, and it helps it like get a little not as pruny, but like it gets pruny and like dark fruit flavors, and um, but I know that the smoke helps it out a little bit to like accentuate that. Um, yeah, pick up uh, if you can go to a local library. Pick up a book called uh, "Vintage Beer." Um, it tells you all about uh, vintage ales. See if we have that one. I'll check tomorrow. Yeah, cool. So, Tony, what burns your bacon? What burns my bacon? Um, so, you guys know um, one of the reasons we've had a extended layoff um, is because I was on my honeymoon. Oh, nice! Where'd good, you go? For a good three weeks. Um, went to Jordan and Egypt. So to see um, two of the wonders, Petra and the Great Pyramids. Um, but what burns my bacon is that in Egypt, um, wherever you go that's like a tourist spot, you're like immediately attacked by really aggressive vendors that are trying. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I should have warned you about that. <laughs> that they're like trying to force their like little crap trinkets on you or whatever. Tony, um, wait, Tony, but but aren't they all like found in the, in the desert and? Yeah, they're You would think that, but they say made in China, so I had my doubts. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah, it's like they kind of let how can you be disinsensitive? They kind of let the inmates run the asylum. How can you be disinsensitive if your life if your the life of your children depended on me selling this stupid tourist this trinket? <laughs> wouldn't you do it, um, Tony? No. <laughs> no, okay. I don't have children. <laughs> um okay. Yeah, so if you go to Egypt Watch out for the the vendors and just ignore them. Don't take anything. Like no, know, actually, th- one of the vendors I went to Bahrain for work, and one of the vendors actually pulled out a bag, gave me a bag, put it in my hands, and then started taking stuff from his store. And then it's like, okay, here. And it's like, yeah, no, no, you no, can't no, take no, anything. No, 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 if, no. if you hold it in your hand, yeah. you have to buy it. Like yeah. they'll they'll offer you something like like it's a gift, but no, if you take it, you have to buy it. Classic, um, classic move. Yeah. Oh, here, look. Did you see this? Nah, I can see it. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to touch it. No, 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 hold it. No, no, no. <laughs> Not today, my friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or they'll try to take a picture with you, like, oh, you know, have a picture with my silly hats, you know, and, you know, if you take the picture, then you have to pay them. It's, 
That just burns my bacon. It's pretty obnoxious. So that's a that's a that's a travel tip for you if you go to eat. Jose, did any camel spit on you? No, I, I knew better to stand um, in the path of camel spit. Jose, what burns your bacon? Oof, what burns my bacon is um, fucking. I mean, fucking is pretty good. No, no, it's it, it, your bacon. You're not doing it right. Good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, um, for the listeners out there, but it's actually putting in the car seat. Okay. The the child car seat. Um, those things are such a pain in the ass sometimes, it, because they're not all made the same. So like sometimes you have to put in like one end of the car seat, and then like you figure out, and then you're hoping to God that you can get the other end, and then it's like you finally get the strap in, and then all of a sudden you realize that the the thing isn't leveled, so you have to take out the, the all all of it out, and then put it back in, like put in the straps, and you pull one of the straps, and the straps actually is for the for the for the belt. For the seatbelt, and it's not like, oh, okay, now you have to actually go in into the back and then unstrap the whole thing. And that fucking burns my bacon. Like, how fucking hard is this shit, dude? So the lesson is don't have kids. Or build a simpler <laughs> car seat. <laughs> why, why, why don't you just leave it in there all the time? Oh, because sometimes I, we only have, like, one car seat. So sometimes I have to take it and put it in my mom's car. Mm. And then I have to figure out. Where the hell do you strap it on? Can it be strapped on? Do I have to use a seatbelt and then like? So I, I I see this as a business opportunity for somebody to make a car seat that would be universal with a stroller. So you could buy, let's say you have four in laws, you could buy six seats for the one for each parent as well, and then just leave it in their vehicle. And if you ever have to take it out, then you can just take it out and put it right on your stroller. Mm. Business yeah, I, opportunity. I, I think they already sell one of those. You, they sell the base. So I do have one of those. Um, the thing is that he outgrew that. So it, it's another problem with children. They tend to grow. You know, it's a big <laughs> pain in the ass. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know, Tony. But no, no. It's still. It's um, that one actually was was not too bad because of course you can put the base in. And it just like unhooks and it's part of the, like a carriage. It's, mm-hmm. so that one's easy, but it's when they start growing out that it's actually the full size, like a car seat and it's a pain in the ass to put in. I can't, like, I'm used to sleeping in the car. That's another thing. And the, the baby, the infancy is now in the back of me. So actually for, if I want to sleep in my car during like my lunch break, I actually have to go into the car. Go to the passenger seat, turn on my car from the passenger seat, and then like snooze. So why don't you keep the car seat on the rear passenger side? How tall is my wife, Tony? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would have said, "How about you uh, not sleep on, on your lunch break?" Yeah, actually, it's very dangerous to uh, sleep in your car. Really? Yeah, you might crash into another car. I, I leave it in parking. I thought you were going to talk about carbon monoxide poisoning, but <laughs> also this. <laughs> See, for me, uh, what burns my bacon is not being able to record regularly. Having uh, having having people move out of town. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> and having people that are in town not check in. That's quite an inconvenience. Too um, too untapped. 
Well, I wasn't going to mention you, but yeah, I didn't know that we weren't caught up. But that burns my bacon too. Yeah, I did add every. I do check every now and then to add people to our friends Mm. and untap. And I saw we could add groups. Well, now we'll be. uh, We should be catching up soon. Yeah, with our beers, and maybe have new groups to talk about it. Sure. And so let me ask you guys: What was your favorite beer of the night? Uh, The mead for me. Re- um, wait, wait, he asked what was your favorite beer? What was your favorite drink of the night? Oh, drink. Okay. So, a drink, uh, the Gubervitis or Reboog Vitus. I'd have or, to say the same for me, too. Yeah. Followed yeah. up by Gordita. Yeah, if you're uh, anywhere near the Tampa area, definitely, you know, pass by a Garage East. Like, they have great meads. Like, even if you if you're not into mead, because I wasn't for a long time. You will be. Yeah, check out their meads because they, you know, they might make a convert out yeah. of you. Yeah, we've already had the pinon, I believe, on the podcast. I believe so. Yeah, a pinon, and uh, the Blue Mountain one is great too. It's like everything that they make in meads is practically amazing. So don't forget, uh, please follow and subscribe to us on social media. Uh, if you have a beer that you think we should review, uh, send us a bottle of it. Reach out to us, and if you are a home brewer, you like us to do a review, or uh, either beer, cider, or mead, we'll we'll do an online uh, on air opening, and we'll review it, and we won't make fun of you. We will drink it, we will appreciate it, and might even get to have you on the show, might uh, Skype you in or something. So uh, thanks for listening. We're yep. back. Our mailboxes are still open for nudes. <laughs> Always. Thanks, Dan. Uh, so thanks for listening. I'm Dave, the Big Librarian. Jose. And I'm Tony, the Craft Beer Gooner. All right. Good night, guys. Cheers. Good Cheers. Night. Podcast Attic. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beer Bros and BS. Cheers. Beer Bros. Beer Bros. Beer Bros. Beer Bros.